Hello, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 36. This is your host, Sean Tudor. Also, if it's not episode 36, it's not my fault. My microphone was definitely off. Um, I think it's episode 36. Okay. Oh, this is Sam. There we go. There <laughs> we go. We're falling apart. So episode 36, hopefully. Um, some events have happened since the last podcast. Yeah. What'd you do, Sean? I ran the half marathon. Mm-hmm. You did. And it was surprisingly easy. Like a lot easier than I thought it would be. You did say it still sucked, though. Right. It was still miserable. Well, the last three miles sucked. And it it did get pretty mentally... It got pretty mentally tough there for for three miles. I had to speak with Jesus a few times. and, uh, And I had to dig deep. But it was still a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And that's the point I'm making. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm trying to listen to make sure Sean's not making too much noise. Um, We're still not set up. (laughs) We we shouldn't be surprised. Um, So we're not on top of each other now, which is a plus. But Sean is using a little metal rolly cart for his table. And I think in the last podcast, it kind of made some uh, noises during the entire podcast. All right, bro. Let's acknowledge the fact that I ran the half marathon pretty good. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, Yeah. No, I'm proud of you. Uh, You weren't too sore afterwards, which was a huge plus for me. Um, And I guess you. Uh, you looked pretty tired. Your time was great. Yeah, I wanted to get it in under two hours, but I didn't. So that's like I I mentally thought of for like weeks leading up to it. But I was like, there's no way I could do that, right? Like I could get under two hours because that's just like, it's just going to be way too miserable. I don't think I could do that. And so at mile seven, I realized I could do that. So I buckled down for the next three miles, running just above eight minute miles. So I could set myself up to finish the run out with 10 minute miles for the last three miles, which I was able to keep above right below 10 minute miles to finish an hour 58 ish minutes. It was impressive. I didn't think you could do it. Right. Me neither. And then I did it. So yeah, I was pretty happy with myself. And we are all proud of you too. So Sean, here's the important question. Yeah. Are you going to keep running? Yeah. So Corey and Sarah ran it with me and, um, Corey and I already said that we're going to run a marathon next. Ooh, are you? Yeah. Are you so, going to do the marathon at the Whistle Stop next year? Um, or a different one? 
I think so. I think we're talking maybe doing the half marathon for grandmas in Duluth. That's grandmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the half marathon there. Mm -hmm. um, and then next year we'll stop doing the marathon. Um, was kind of what we talked about. We'll see. But yeah, I'm definitely going to run a marathon. Because the half marathon was just so much easier than I expected. So I want to think that a full marathon's going to suck. Yeah. Um, and you have a little bit more time to prepare for that one. Yeah, right. Which will be nice Yep. to prepare. But what I did found, find out, apparently... A good pair of shoes helps. Oh, yeah. Because uh, did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't think so. Well, maybe a little bit. But so I had like these $40 pair of Merrells. And they were like trail running shoes. So I'm like, Merrell trail running shoes, they got to be good, right? No, no, no. So I went and got some Brooks. Shout out to Corey. He got the same pair. Smart man. I tell you what, we got good taste, Corey and I. Man, anyhow. Um, so apparently getting good shoes after the run, I could walk still. Mm -hmm. And then the like, next day, I could also walk. Mm -hmm. Before, just running seven and eight miles, I couldn't walk. I had to use crutches. I was so fucked up. Yeah, and... We did go to a place in Eau Claire called Blue Ox Running. Yep, Blue Ox Running, and they fitted me. Yeah, so, like, Sean went through an actual process of, like, what, you had to go on a treadmill, and it showed you, like, where your weak areas were? Yeah, which I have, um, where, where like, concaves in. Yeah, so you have weak arches. Weak arches. So he, like, bows his feet in. Yeah, pretty much non-existent arches. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Sean had to get very supportive shoes Boy, they help a lot. Mm -hmm. Here, I always thought that shit was just like mind games. Like, it was, you know, you, people were up a creek, right? I always thought that like shoes were just in people's minds and that they really didn't matter. Boy, am I an idiot. And also, when I was in the military... We got issued normal boots. And a lot of people went out and bought the fancy, like, $140 pairs of boots. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. I wouldn't waste money on that. These boots are just fine. And then one year before I got out, uh, one, of, one of my buddies, he got out and gave me his, like, old pair of Nikes. And I tried them on. And I was like, oh, shit. I just wasted five years of my life. Because these are so fucking comfy and I was not miserable anymore. Because I was miserable in those boots all the time. Anytime we had to go like walk any distances, rock, run, miserable. Get those good good boots on that people were paying money for. I was like, Jesus, this is amazing. I should have done this five years ago and I would have had a way better time. Mm -hmm. So thinking back on it, I am an idiot trying to save money doesn't do you good no my hey i'm gonna just save some money here blah blah blah, blah, blah. misery because i want to save 140 dollars. misery nope it's gone yeah i was about to sneeze sorry guys um 
Yeah, and didn't you say like they last like 500 miles or something? So from what I was reading, like running shoes last like three to 500 miles. Um, and so then you got to get a new pair. So you've probably ran what? A total of 30 miles in those so far? 13 plus probably 15. Yeah, probably about 13 miles. 30? Probably about 30 miles. Mm Mm-hmm. So I got 10x at least. Yeah, you're going to be good. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I will forever spend the money on shoes and boots. I never, I, I honestly thought that shit was like people were peasants, they were up a creek. I, I, my life has changed forever. I will always do that. That's smart. Yeah. Makes me want to get a good pair of boots again. For what? I don't know. To not be a minimalist. Speaking of minimalism. We need to downsize more shit, babe. Like what? Well, I don't know. What could we get rid of? You know what? It's not about what you get rid of. Right? You can create your own minimalism. Correct. Okay, cool. Um, the only thing I can think of that we need to get rid of is um, probably just some of the stuff in the garage. Yeah. I have to agree. There's just random shit in there right now that needs to be gone. Mm-hmm. Needs to be gone. I know. I really need to just sit down and do stuff on the in- internet all day. Um, post stuff on Facebook and catch up with tutors of life. Mm-hmm. And I got to post some blogs. Yeah. Who's the slacker now? Yeah, I've been slacking. Um, but you know what I just thought of? No. When we eventually get the video stuff all up and running. Okay. Um, we should do like a live stream of us building Legos. We could do that. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I should get more Legos. Right. Well, we do have a, a deal. What's the deal, Sam? What if you get a gun, then I get to buy the equal amount of in Legos? Yes. I like that deal. Probably going to be a couple months. i be honest with you. Wedding presents to each other? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of wedding presents. We just kept back from Vegas. Boom. So, the other thing. So, running, first topic. It went really well. Excited to do more of it. Second thing. Vegas. We went to Vegas Wednesday through Saturday this past week to check out our venue at the Flamingo. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. It's so cool because it's literally in the middle of this like, um, well, like the Flamingo and the Link. Mm-hmm. And I think there's another hotel right behind. But in just the middle of this is this oasis Um and, like, where our venue is, there's, like, a bunch of tall bushes, so it blocks out, like, the pool that's nearby and all the people that could be walking around. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did a really good job, like, secluding it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm glad we picked that one instead of the West Lawn. Yeah. The West Lawn's not nearly as secluded. Right. But that's where our garden party's going to be. That sounds so fancy. It does. Cupcakes and champagne. Champagne. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun and nice. Um, oh, we also have our first dance at the West Lawn. Oh, we do? Yeah. We have to pick a song for it. Brandy. <clears throat> that is the last song of the wedding ceremony. Oh. So, no. Okay. Anyways. Um, but yeah, went and gambled. How did we do, Sean? Lost money. Um, who lost money? Both of us lost money, okay? Who won money back? Me. And not me. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I left even. I did not leave even. I know you didn't. Actually, if I wouldn't have lost my last, that little, if I went, if we wouldn't have gambled on Saturday, mm -hmm. I would have come back ahead. Dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yo, I would not have came back ahead. No. Nope. From what Sean and I learned is um, just because it looks like a jackpot, jackpot is going to go off doesn't mean it will. Yep. Yeah, all the like, progressive things mm -hmm. that the machines have. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to keep playing this, and it's going to go. And then it goes, oh, it turns out the odds for it are no higher. They just do that for looks. And I'm like, oh. Great. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's actually going to trigger it. Ooh, I um, found some fun podcasting stuff at work that I'm going to look into, by the way. Like what? Um, one of them is a, another microphone. A what? Another microphone. Okay. Um, and then another one is an audio mixer. Ooh. Mm -hmm. We could start DJing. <laughs> uh, possibly. No, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not smart enough. Oh, uh, okay. Um... But no, it's just so I can like adjust our noise levels um, with the knob instead of on the computer. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm hoping, I need to look into it, but I'm hoping it doesn't have a delay like our microphones do. Sure. Yeah. What is the purpose of the other microphone? Well, if we want to have guests. We should probably get two then. Mm -hmm. We just get them in batches though. So there's one microphone that I wanted to get instead of these anyways. Oh. Um, so we have one of we have only one of those right now. So I think they're going through some more soon. So I'm gonna ask them if they will go through through more so we can get two of those ones. Oh cool. And then our guests can use these ones. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other ones I take it are nicer. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That'd be fun. I'm excited to have guests on. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to sit? Yeah, we need to figure out our setup first. We probably need really long USB plugins too. That was another thing I'm going to look into. Because we're going to do the uh, the arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm eating chocolate. Yeah. So, yeah. We're working on upgrading some stuff. Getting some guests on so you don't just have to listen to our lives right now. Mm -hmm. Sean and I haven't really been able to research life so you don't have to with wedding planning and um, some vacations we have. And laziness. 
And laziness. Well, I wouldn't say laziness. Maybe on your part. I was out drinking with my mom oh. for quite a bit of the past month. Okay. Priorities, then, we could say. Uh, so Eau Claire County has this fun thing called Spot the Shot. And it's like a book. And it's kind of like a Where's Waldo kind of thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a book of... It's 42 pictures, and there's 42 bars. So you have to figure out which, like, item that's pictured goes to which bar. So you don't know, like, which picture goes to which bar. You have to flip through the book and try and figure it out. So that just finished up this past weekend. So now I won't be out drinking five days a week. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. I drank a lot of Sprites, I will tell you that. The epitome of health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would never do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, never. Uh, but otherwise, how what, how else was Las Vegas? We lost money. Likes our we like our wedding venue. Yeah. Ran to Chris Wilhelm. Mm-hmm. That was good times. I just love running into people. And we always do. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So ran to him, said hi, that was fun. Um, what other, what did we do out there? Cruised around. Walked around, went to some shops. Made some good food. Made a lot of good food. What was that little small joint, that restaurant that for breakfast? Maxie's? No, Maxie's, that was good. They had the, the, the burritos. That was good. Mm-hmm. What was that other place? The Hashigogo. Hashigogo. That place was not little. No, it was huge. Hashigogo, fucking... So many goddamn people there. Mm-hmm. They always have a wait. There's always. like always a wait. And the food they bring you is ridiculous. So like Maxi's was good because it's a reasonable amount of food. It's good. It's reasonable amounts. Okay, boom, boom, good. Hashigogo is ridiculous. They're like, hey, what could one person consume? Let's, Times it by four. Yep. <laughs> like... We got the chicken and waffles, and I saw the picture, and I was like, Sean, I think we should be fine if we just get this. And I'm like, no, 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 we need more than just that. And we're talking for me, Sam, and my mom, and I'm like, we need more than that. That's foolish. As we're all just also slurping down coffee, too. Yeah, which does not help. No. So, yeah, we... uh... We also got meatloaf for breakfast. Meatloaf, eggs... And mashed potatoes. mashed potatoes for fucking breakfast. Who does that? I don't know, but it was delicious. It was so good. So good. But the goddamn chicken and waffles come out. Four waffles and two huge deep fried chickens. Mm-hmm. It was huge. I'm like, dude. It was a tower. You, we could, that would have been, that would have sufficed. That would have been enough for all three of us. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Crazy. Yep. Uh, so I recommend going there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, share that. Yep. Share that. Also, uh, when did hotels stop putting microwaves in their rooms? Dude, that actually peeves me so much because we're out there. We're getting our food. We have leftovers because the the portions are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every even everywhere. The portions, pretty much everywhere, the portions are like, okay, damn. Any sit-down restaurant, at mm-hmm. least. And then, 
you just want to bring it back and warm it up for a midnight snack because you're out gambling until 2 a.m. And you just want to warm up your food before bed. But you can't because nowhere has microwaves anymore. Yep, none. Why? I don't know. I don't get it. I know I was really thinking like for our wedding, if someone's driving down there, that they should just bring us a microwave. Bring a fucking microwave and a backpack. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, it was kind of mind-blowing. I would think there has to be a microwave in one of the suites. Because we're getting a suite. Mm-hmm. There'd have to be a microwave in that, right? I don't know, because there's like a, like a bar area, but I don't think you get a microwave. Uh, that, shit, that is absolutely asinine to me. I, mm. These amenities aren't... A microwave is not a crazy thing to ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one didn't even have a coffee pot. Dude. You I, couldn't even make coffee. You had to go and buy coffee. That's stupid. I don't get it. I know. They're just greedy. But yeah, so that was a fun discovery. Yeah. Chaps my ass. Mm. Because then I had to eat my food cold. Yep. Sean was not happy. Ugh. Gross. Your mom didn't care because she does that anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We could talk about like, I don't know, like a happy lifestyle. Kind of like a balance between being healthy and happy. I promise you the amount of vodka Red Bulls I had was not a healthy balance. Well, I know that. I'm not just talking about on vacation. Oh. I don't know. Because, like, I've I've had some... We had some stuff happen at work this week. Um, and one of the things, like, that we've kind of all are very conscious of right now is, like, handling stress well. Mm-hmm. Um... So, like, I don't know. Obviously, everyone has complaints about everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but how you take it and how you, like, what you do with those feelings really can change, like, how you are health-wise. Yes. Um, mentally and physically, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that would be something we could talk about quick. Okay. How do you handle stress, Sean? I use multiple techniques. One is consume copious amounts of liquor. No, I'm just kidding. Um, to handle stress, I would say what I do is think that things aren't actually that bad. Um, Pretty much no matter where you're at in life, it could be so much worse. So much worse. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a movie everybody should watch called Unbroken. You just watched that. Yeah. And no matter how stressful your life is, no matter what is going wrong in your life, go ahead and watch Unbroken. Every time. Every time that you think something's going just awful for you, watch Unbroken. And you you know what? My life's pretty fucking good. Because the dude has a plane breakdown during World War II, floats 
in a fucking raft for 45 days in the middle of the ocean. Jesus. 45 days he floats on a raft with two other guys. They had food and water? No. No. They did not have food and water. They would randomly get a fish and they would eat that and that's it. So they would go days without food and water. Days. One of them ended up dying and two of them survived. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have food, didn't have water, nothing like that. I don't even know how they, I honestly don't know how they survived. Because you think you would just dehydrate out and die. But they didn't. Yeah, because I'm guessing they would be in the ocean, so that would be salt water. Right. So you can't drink that. No. And so they made it 45 days. Then they were found in the middle of the ocean. By the Japanese. Oh, no. Who... If anyone remembers, we were fighting against mm-hmm. in World War II. Mm-hmm. So these two guys become prisoners of war. So after these two guys just spent 45 days at sea on a fucking raft without food and water, they become prisoners of war. For the next two, over two years, they get the shit beat out of them and work. Pretty much till death, obviously, everybody saw... It's essentially a concentration camp, mm-hmm. you know, concentration. So they were in concentration camps, and um, they that's how they lived for the next over two years before the war ended, and then they were able to go home. And then, that's where the movie ends, but they made a second movie, which is all about the PTSD... He, the, the one guy suffered, but obviously all those guys suffered right. for the next copious amount of years trying to put their lives together because they just spent many years in the worst conditions ever. Hell yeah. Jesus. And so when you think about your stress because somebody called you a name or when you think that you know you you're triggered because somebody doesn't offended have the same uh, someone offended you someone doesn't have the same viewpoints as you you know go cry me a fucking river go live in a goddamn prisoner of war camp and see how much somebody saying something to you really affects you mhm cuz it won't right and um and and that's like I think about that a lot because not just Unbroken, but I I listen to a lot of guys like um, David Goggins. Uh, I listen to Jocko Willink stuff. I listen to um, uh, uh, the uh, Jack Carr um, oh, yeah, books. Oh, those books, The yeah. Jack Carr books. It's about a Navy SEAL. His, his family gets killed and he has to go up and get revenge and stuff. And so I listen to a lot of these guys who have seen war. Um, and also Unbroken is uh, based on true story. Um, I listen to a lot of these guys who, and watch these movies, read these books of guys who've been to war. So in the, in the worst conditions of life and it, every, every time I read one, listen to one, watch one, it just makes me realize how fucking good I have it. I've got a cush ass life. And sometimes I have a pity party about stupid shit because I get stressed out about work or whatever. And that is just 
it's like disrespectful to all like to all those people that fought for our freedoms right for us to be here having a pity party because we're stressed out about something mm-hmm. and, or or we get offended from people by calling us names mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is why stress doesn't eat away at me hmm. is because god damn it we're just a bunch of bitches out here oh yeah like everybody is just uh, not everyone 99 percent of us are bitches and then there's like fucking 0.05 percent who've not even that 0.01 percent maybe who've been to war and done some shit and have seen the bad things in life well, no, they're probably more than that. I think only one percent of the populations in the military. Wait, that's it? Yeah, it's super low for for the United States. But then I guess we could even go into third world countries and like place like a lot of places in South America and uh, Africa and stuff. If you look at those populations, dude, dude, if you every time someone complains. About some dumb shit. You know. Like oh my phone's a piece of crap. I need a new phone. Which I've definitely done. Um, Or complaining about where they live. They need a nicer place. They need nicer furniture. Blah blah blah. How about you do yourself a favor. Go down to South America. Into some bad parts. Go to Africa. Hell even some of the stuff. Like some of the places we saw in Malaysia. um, Going up to Seven Wells. The, the little communities going up to seven wells. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I, it's f- nasty. Awful living conditions. But they thrive in it. And they just live in, they live in it. They thrive in it. And I'm like, dude, they have these little huts. Like they live in little huts. That I just didn't get it, dude. Like people live in that shit. And then we complain living in our $200,000 house. We're making podcasts. We we got a good job. Making money. We can go get McDonald's whenever we want. We never have to worry about being hungry or thirsty. No, never. Ever. And and motherfuckers complain. And and they get stressed out because Donald Trump made a tweet, right? Or because somebody from an opposing side of them said something they didn't like. Or, you know, I got to work on my mental health because I'm going to class and I've been working 20, 30 hours a week and I got I to gotta take a, a mental health break because I, I got to figure my mental health out. N- no. No, you don't. You're fucking weak. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this full circle here. Stress doesn't bother me much because if I get stressed maybe I'll be stressed for an hour or two but then I will remind myself of these things that life is really fucking good and being in America we have like the best life there are some other countries sure that rank higher than us but we still live in a good life Mm mm-hmm Sure, I think we're like ranked, what, 26 or something? Yeah. Under Biden, we're definitely going down. Oh. I can promise you we're going down. Yep. But, um, but do we in a third world country yet? Mm-mm. And we need to, 
I think the stress and the mental health thing and everyone complaining, nobody getting along, that's the kind of shit I believe that would take a country to a third world country, you know, over, over, like, over control of the government, turning into a dictatorship, and, and people not being able to work together for the greater good, that kind of stuff can really make a country poor. Mm -hmm. And then, then I will allow you little bitches to have some stress. Once we turn to a third world country, then you can have some stress in your life. Once we go back to war and we're in a prisoner of war camp, then you can have some stress. Until then, grow up. Life ain't that bad. And go visit some places. Get your ass cultured so you understand that you living in your nice $1,200 a month apartment ain't too fucking shabby. Damn, Sean. I didn't realize you were so passionate about this. Um, that's my take on stress. Literally, I just pulled a topic out of my ass and you just... You had some strong thoughts about it. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I... Yeah, wow, Sean, you just blew my mind. Um, it is interesting, though, like, why can't our generation handle stress as much as, like, previous generations? Why do we have all these, like, mental health issues that people say they have? Um... Do you think it's only because we're weak-minded or because it's like that meme that we always see? Um, the, the hard times create hard men. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Mm -hmm. That one? Yeah. I believe that is 100% why we are the way we are. Just because we're in the the making weak men. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a rude awakening for the population when we go to war and uh, they don't get a choice if they go to war or not. Right. They right. they just get drafted and away they go. And they're going to have to get strong. Mm -hmm. People are going to have to get strong because they're going to, a lot, a lot of people are going to die. Yep. A lot of people will die. Yep. Um, but once you see that shit, yeah, I, I like from, from all, all the, People I listen to, that's what unites people. That's what makes people strong. I mean, look at 9-11. Like people say, 9-11 was the last time that the U.S. was united, yep. truly united. We all were together to, I mean, help the people that got affected by it. I think the people time before that was World War Two. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, people joined the military to go to war. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I even if something like major happened right now where people would have to go to war, I don't think as many people would enlist. No. Oh, God, no. No? No chance. Which no is chance, no chance. Crazy, because that was only 20 years ago. We've created a lot of weak motherfuckers in 20 years. Mm -hmm. I don't... I, I also think there's some, there, there's a couple things not helping us, okay? The cancel culture. Well... Anyways. That, that cancel culture is not, not helping, but... Technology is not helping. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. 
the nine to five job is not helping. But that's something that's always been around though. 300 years ago, we were hunter and gatherers. Right. So for, for, for our, for tens of thousands of years, we were hunters and gatherers living off the land or some sort of self-employed. Oh, oh. back then, like 80, it was around 80% of people like 300 years ago mm-hmm. were, were self-employed because it was, you'd have your farmers, you'd um, have your, you'd have your blacksmiths, you'd have your, um, and you trade your goods for other goods. Correct. There was no currency. Correct. The only people that worked for people were like people that would help out at the, like someone has it, say someone has like a bakery and they help out with the bakery right? Yeah. Uh, or, or, or you're in the military. So you're part of the King's military. Those people, those 20% had jobs. Everyone else, the blacksmith, the blacksmith's son worked and took over the company. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the women were at home with the kids. And and then you'd have the hunter and gatherers, right? That was 300 years ago. That was how the majority of stuff was. That So, so for tens of thousands of years, that's how men and women survived. Do you think that's how like uh, people got their last names with what their op- occupation was? I never thought of that. Because you know what my last name means, right? No. Zimmerman? Room. It means house. It means room. Roman is the Roman. literal yeah. term. Zimmer, so yeah. It's a carpenter. No way. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool. What's yeah. Tudor? I don't know. Uh, I know that Tudor was wealth, wealth as fuck. Is that German? T U D O R. Yeah. I was like England or something. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. They're like rich. Like the Tudors were like part of the uh, royalty. So I bet you, yeah, I bet you, some child of the Tudors branched off, moved, changed them. their name so they didn't uh, have relation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it would make sense for me to be part of royalty. It really would. It really would. Yeah. Um, or wealthy, at least. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, back to stress. Um, there's definitely healthy ways and not healthy ways to dealing with it. Um, keeping it in is not a healthy way. I think Sean and I do probably get rid of a lot of our stress from uh, working out. That helps so much. Yeah. Working on any capacity makes, I I don't, like, it doesn't even, like, relieve my stress. It's just when I work out, I just feel so good that, like, stress can't affect me. No, it relieves stress. I'm going to say okay. it relieves stress. Okay. It, you just, it just helps so much. Yeah. It, it honestly makes those stresses feel like they're not that big of a deal. Like Absolutely. you said, we just got to make ourselves believe that's things we're stretching about aren't that big of a deal but it it may be so i mean one part that it obviously helps with right is you are releasing energy right because you're pent Mm. up you're frustrated you have all that pent up energy Mm -hmm. you're releasing energy Mm -hmm. then and the other thing i think more like uh, mental is you're frustrated and stuff so you go and you exercise exercise depending on how hard you go is not an easy thing. Like you have to like exercise is physical. It's demanding. Mm-hmm. And so you are putting in work and taking that frustration 
that's just in your mind and then you're you're putting it into another avenue yeah and then the physical result of plus like your your body's releasing those endorphins yep while you work out too which makes you feel better yeah right um i don't there's been so many times where i'll be not recently but like before uh i would just be so upset about like either school or you or work and uh after we'd go work out like i would just completely forget what i was upset about oh yeah yep mm-hmm. um, working out is the best thing a person can do mm-hmm. and like like if it's something where you're in this situation where you're like stressed out about something take a minute like go for a walk clear your head like there's i don't know how many times i've been stressed about something and it, it's for no reason like it's something that like fixes a, itself on its own or yeah. um it's like something that's super easy to resolve like a simple conversation with someone mm-hmm. um i don't know why us as humans overthink things so much i don't like there's been so many times i'll have a conversation in my head that like I have to have with someone, and I'll be like, "Oh, this is just gonna be the worst thing in the world." Like this is, they're gonna be so upset at me, and then it's like super easy and chill every time. I would say because your mind plays tricks on you. You got your, you got your like positive side and negative side, or your proactive side and reactive side. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. But. When you play those, I, I, I cut those conversations out of my head so, so much. Because I'll think of like something I've talked to someone about. And I'll fester in my mind about how the conversation is going to be bad, just like you were saying. And then it won't be bad. Like, honestly, it's only been a few times where the conversation's worse than I expected it. Very rarely is it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so that negative, that negative talk... That negative self-talk has to be gone. Every time you you start, every time you start having that voice in your head, start piecing together conversations that haven't happened. You need to stop it. Yeah, you just have to shut it down yep. immediately. Shut it down. Think about something else. Then it'll come back. Shut it down again. It'll come back. Shut it down again. Mm-hmm. And that repetition of just shutting it down, shutting it down, shutting it down. I honestly think that's why you and I like don't like we don't have fights really ever. Right. Because there's so many times like where if you go into a conversation thinking that it's going to end up in a like a negative way, then you're already like angered up and like energized yep. in a negative way. So if you go in clear headed and just don't already have that negative self-talk about what you have to talk about, it's, it's so much easier. Right. Well, and it's also really difficult for us to have an argument because... You know, typically I'm right, and so and so it wouldn't it wouldn't really there would really be no point to it. Oh, you know? oh, you're right. Thanks. Anyways, but you, I mean, you and I, besides you always being right. Oh, thanks, babe. Appreciate in you. Air quotes there. Um. Yeah, we. We don't ever go into conversations, I think, like, jazzed up like that in a Not negative way. too frequently. Mm-hmm. Like, today, I got some stuff for uh, 
or well, in the past week, I've been getting lots of stuff for the wedding, obviously. Um, but Sean saw one of them, and he's just, he mentioned, he's like, oh, were you afraid to tell me? No, I just didn't figure, like, I just figured I'd wait till you asked about it. Makes sense. Mm. I knew you wouldn't be mad about it. I don't care about much. No. No. I bet you that's why the microphone sounds weird. Huh. Because you have your whole face on top of it. I know. I, re- I like to rest my I like to rest my face on the microphone. No. And then I breathe into it. <sighs> like that. You're probably why this podcast sounds like shit sometimes. There's a high probability that that is true. See, now I'm stressing about this. Are you? No. Okay, thank God. Um, no one's ever commented on their sound quality, so. And we've asked for people to give feedback on it. Feedback. So if it does suck, it's your guys' fault. Mm-hmm. But stress. Um, one of the other things that I learned this week, or that, like, I didn't learn, but I noticed that other people can't do, um, is just being an adult. Dude, that is very difficult for a lot of people. Oh, my goodness. Adulting is that is a very high quality that... that we take for granted. Yeah, that and like just being compassionate for other people, I guess. Empathy. Yes. Um, so the main reason that I brought that up is like um, the adults, what, they don't act like adults, but people can't take criticism at all. So if like at your job, let's say someone says you need to correct something, then you just be like, okay, thank you. I'll try and make, like, do better. That's what a normal adult should do. Yes. But instead, like, people just get all nippy-snippy and think that... Very offended. And think... Oh, there's a fly in our room. Um, They get all offended that um, people are against them or... That they shouldn't be criticized, but it's like someone's trying to make you do your job better, so you should be happy and like thankful of that. Mm hmm, because then you can be better. Because then you can be better. Yeah. Because I'm sure if you're not doing your job right, then there's probably someone in the chain of command that is pissed at you because you can't do your job right. So if you just say, okay, thank you, like I'm gonna try and do better, then you're gonna make someone else happier because you, then you're doing your job right. And then the empathy thing. I am just amazed by how many people in the world are fucking slobs in public. Um, especially, like, we were on our uh, plane ride. There was a, a row of seats with just so much food garbage. And I was like, they come around with trash bags. Like, twice. Like, they come around right away afterwards. And then, right like before 30 landing, minutes before landing, they do it again. You can't tell me you're still fucking eating and drinking shit thirty minutes before landing. You've had no. that shit for an hour. And if you still do, like, take it off with you. There's garbage cans right outside of every gate, mm-hmm. or like public restrooms. Dude, people destroy those. Like, I feel bad for any person who has to clean bathrooms, and I've had to clean bathrooms for like four, four or five years. Mm-hmm. People are the worst. Like, they just do not give a shit that someone has to clean up their goddamn mess after them. 
that's a, that has a lot to do with disrespect. Oh my goodness. It is crazy. I just like can't, I couldn't believe it. How, oh my gosh, just in Target today. Someone left their half-drank coffee okay. and ate a banana and just put the peel on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Go find a garbage can, you fucking slob. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just blows my mind. And I think that's why, um, like, European countries and, like, Singapore, mm. are they're so clean. So clean. Fucking Singapore, you get a fine if you spit on if you spit. I spit on the sidewalk, spit on yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah. I love that shit. Uh-huh. I would still do it, but I love that. But the fact, like, it's clean. Oh, yeah. Way cleaner. Oh, my. Oh, there you get to. Oh. Malaysia. That's yeah, literally just a pile of trash. But there wasn't trash everywhere. It was, like, like dirt. It was, like, sandy. Dude, do you remember all the trash in the ocean when we pulled up? In Malaysia? Yeah. Are you thinking of Bali? No. Malaysia. There's literally, you pull up to where we docked, and there was just like garbage floating in the river. It's probably. In the, in the ocean. Do you think it could be from people though, like on cruise ships, just like tossing shit in the water? No, because I have only seen it there. Oh, okay. Mm. So, I mean, unless, no. Mm-mm. No. But that might, like, it honestly might not be from the people, though. It might be from, like, dumps and shit. Um, oh, yeah. Like, just human population, just having too much garbage. That could be. And that if, population, it's like a smog mm-hmm. over that city there. What, what was the city that? Or are you talking about Kuala Lumpur? Yes. Yeah, that one was a dirty Kuala Lumpur, city. disgusting. The other ones were fine. The other two were fine. Yeah. Kuala Wherever Lumpur. the Seven Wells was, was fine. Yeah. The other place was fine. It was Kuala Lumpur. It was literal trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was bad now that you mentioned that. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And it is just a smog mm. and garbage everywhere. But yeah, so it, that's a that's like a touristy place. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm curious if it's just like from human population. It could be. And they just don't have the resources to like keep it clean. It definitely could be. Because mm-hmm. the other parts weren't. Like the other two places we went in Malaysia were not like that. Yeah, no, they were not. But that one was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just clean up after yourselves. Jesus. Oh, do I? Well, yeah. Just like everywhere uh, out in front of the, the Bellagio, mm-hmm. where the fountain is in Vegas. Just garbage everywhere out there. All oh, yeah, the, in the yeah, bushes. In the bushes and everything. Yeah. Come on, guys. And there's garbage cans so frequently in oh, Las yeah. Vegas. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, people just fucking set them in bushes. Oh, God. People are great. Oh, yeah, well. Um, but yeah. Handle stress. Stress. Handle it. Yeah, stress ain't that bad. So, um, let's see. Anything else? You know what? I think subconsciously, right, we are just, subconsciously, we are just evaluating. Maybe that's the word. Evaluating, like, our surroundings, right? And taking it in. And then we're able to bring it to people. And then people probably relate with a lot of this shit we're saying. Because mm-hmm. they probably go, oh yeah, you know what? I've noticed that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're always just kind of studying life. Oh, I constantly am. Yeah. You should know that by how much uh, quicker I can get around places compared to you. Yep, I use my smartphone. Yep, you do. Yep, you do. 
literally this entire weekend, I just felt like I was Sean's tour guide. Um, Sean and Tina's, because neither of them look around and read signs. They both just kind of uh, just walk. I'm just out to have a good time. If I get lost, I get lost. So yeah, I was... I've always done that though. I've always been like very observant of like my surroundings. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just have always done that. So if I see someone do something, like I'll be like, oh, okay, like that's probably normal. Mm-hmm. Or be like, you're a piece of shit. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. Okay. I don't know if I have anything else. Um, I'm going to run a marathon. Cool. We're going to actually get shit done this week. I'm going to do a blog. Maybe maybe two. I think you owe it. I owe three. I got to write three this week. There you go. I got I to write two this week. The last thing that we'll, that we'll cap with, go watch the movie Unbroken and quit having pity parties about your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention, in my Aladdin book, yep. um, what's it called? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like a story of like what ifs. So like what if Aladdin didn't get the lamp? Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, Jafar gets the lamp to ruin the book, if anybody's curious. Uh, But, so, they have to go to war. And, like, Princess Jasmine gets, like, super upset because people are dying. But it's like, girl, it's war. What'd you expect? Very much. Yeah. That's what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she, she, like, kind of throws a pity party. Because people around her are dying. But she's obviously not dying because she's running the opposing forces in the war. Oh, really? Yeah. She does turn herself in, though, so. Oh, so she was bad. Well, no. So she's good. Oh. But she was, like, the leader of the opposing force. To Jafar. Jafar. Okay. Yep. Um, but Jafar is only going to war because he want, he needs to find Jasmine, and she was in hiding. Oh. So everyone's fighting a war. For her. For her. But it's so she can take over Agrabah. Um, from Jafar. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, so she gets upset that everyone's dying for her. Interesting. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. I but, can see yes. that. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all I got now. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for tuning in this week, gang. Um, we'll bring some new content next week. Maybe we'll, we'll have a topic. We'll do a topic next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can finally do our test run with video. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everybody check us on tutorsoflife.com um, and tutorsoflife on Instagram. We'll catch you in the next one. See ya. Bitcoin's doing really well, and a lot of the cryptos are, except Dogecoin. Okay, bye.